Radio Lucha. Radio Lucha is a podcast project produced by the Raza Press and Media Association. The goal of Radio Lucha is to provide a space for the voices of independent grassroots struggles for self-determination on the question of prisons, migrante rights, mujeres, education, media, community, politics, y cultura. Cuvole Raza is a podcast show of Radio Lucha. We are a show that focuses on interviews and discussions with those that are on the front lines of struggle for self-determination and liberation. We are broadcasting to you from the city of Chiques, Califas. Welcome to the November 2011 Cubo Raza edition. And we're here in Chiques, Califas. Uh, you, as you know, this is a project of the Raza Press Media Association. And the Raza Press Media Association is going to be having a, a, a meeting, a general meeting, and we want you all to come and join us here and we're actually hosting it here in in Oxnard. Uh that's going to be on December 18th. It's a Sunday. So mark that down on your calendars. You know, this is an opportunity for you to join us and get down with the brown and uh start handling the business and getting some writing done, some media work done, some art, some cultura resistance. There's a lot of you out there doing great work and it'd be great to have you join us. And the meeting is going to be at the Cafe on A Acuña Gallery and Cultural Center at 11 in the morning. The center is located in downtown Oxnard at 438 South A Street. Wanted to plug that in because, you know, this is the, the type of work that we're doing, media work, right? And so we wanted to extend that handout. Um, so we do have a special guest coming up in a second. Uh, she is actually on a speaking tour. Her name is Hani De Silva. She's from the Putumayo region in Colombia. And as you know, in Colombia, there's a lot of resistance going on to the neoliberal policies and the economic and military violence that's happening both within and from without. Uh, the United States funds in the millions of dollars per day, actually, the operations taking place down there. And it's having a, a, a major effect down in the communities there. It's uh, Colombia is the number one country that has the most internal refugee population. And that is because, again, of people being pushed out of their, their campos, people being pushed out of their homes. Um, as you know, the U.S. just uh, opened up several more military bases down in, in, in uh, Colombia. And it's all because of the geopolitical, you know, position that Colombia is in. Because, you know, what's happening down in Sur uh, uh, America is is a, a, a resistance and a, at a level that we haven't seen in many years through what's happening in the Proceso with Alba, which is the Bolivian alternative to these uh, neoliberal trade policies, right? So you have countries like Venezuela and Bolivia getting together and, and forming their own banks, uh, collaborating with other Latin American countries, trying to get away from the dollar. And once you try to get away from the dollar, then, then you're asking for imperialism to come in and, and do something to try to destroy that project. So that's some of what's happening. Our, our guest is going to be talking about that in a bit. I um, want to acknowledge Louis, Louis Moreno, our, our producer that's here. Um, he's, actually, he's actually been here uh, all day, and uh, he's been organizing some of the other shows and the projects that we're doing. So um, that's a lot of work, you know, because it takes a lot of our, our time and sacrifice. And so with that, uh, before we get into um, our, our guest that coming on, wanted to also say, please visit rasapressassociation.org. 
and check out our new Guerrero de la Pluma. We are making a call for articles right now, so please submit them to the proper uh, email that you'll find there at the Raza Press Association.org. Okay, let's move on into, uh, into our, with our uh, guest here. Sí, gracias por estar en, aquí en nuestro, en nuestro programa. Nuestro programa, como sabe, es, estás, va a escuchar, eh, sale este miércoles y queremos eh, darle las gracias por tomar un poquito de tiempo de su gira. Um, si los haces el favor de presentarte y el trabajo que estás haciendo de la zona de donde vienes. Ah, listo. Eh, mi nombre es Hani Yani y vengo de Colombia, de una parte que se llama eh, Perla Amazónica, es, está ubicado en Puerto Asís, Putumayo. La idea y el trabajo que nosotros tenemos es un trabajo eh, con las comunidades de base, en un trabajo de resistencia al desarrollo eh, del gobierno, a lo que se quiere implementar. Y una de las cosas que por las que más estamos luchando es por un cambio por una sustitución gradual, manual y concertada con las comunidades campesinas. Estamos trabajando proyectos productivos eh, que van encaminados a la soberanía alimentaria y la autonomía, eh, la economía solidaria. El motivo de la gira es que se conozca el trabajo que estamos haciendo, que somos campesinos, que no somos narcoguerrilleros y que estamos allí y que el gobierno no nos no nos da garantías, no nos no nos apoya con, con los proyectos que queremos llevar adelante. Hmm. Y eh, no apoyar, y sí también existe um, represión contra las comunidades que están organizándose. Eh, pues por lo regular, eh, Todas comunidades eh, que se estén organizando y que hagan oposición a las políticas del gobierno por lo regular somos señaladas eh, por ser subversivos por lo regular y, y tenemos tenemos mucha experiencia en, en casos de que los líderes de las comunidades son señalados como es. Sí, ¿y cómo ha sido la respuesta aquí de las comunidades en sus presentaciones? ¿Cómo se siente de si hay apoyo y, y cómo le podemos apoyar? Pues la, la respuesta ha sido muy buena. Eh, lo que más se quiere es que se conozca la realidad del campesino en el Putumayo, en nuestra zona, eh, cuál es nuestra posición eh, como campesinos de allá. Y sí, la respuesta ha sido muy buena, muy para mí muy satisfactoria. Y, y he sentido un apoyo de parte de las personas que hemos visitado, de las personas que han visto, que hemos visto. Muy bien. Y que, que para terminar, compañera, ¿qué tipo de proyectos uh, tiene cuando usted regrese a, a, a su región? O sea, un, de los proyectos, más que todo es el de, el, el de soberanía alimentaria y el de capacitación, el de organización, el de el trabajo organizativo es el principal, eh, el que se tome conciencia de lo que se está haciendo. Y más que todo, que desde las comunidades se le exija al gobierno una salida eh, política y negociar el conflicto armado que nos está trayendo tantos problemas. Ok. 
Y, y cuando usted dice soberanía alimentar, porque eso es una de las luchas principales, ¿qué, qué significa eso, verdad? Para que los que están escuchando eh, conozcan ese término, ¿verdad? Eh, sí, eh, nosotros hablamos de soberanía alimentaria porque no los, los proyectos del gobierno más que todo hablan de consolidación, de proyección en la producción, pero con zonas de consolidación. Eh, que de pronto hablan de producción en, a grande escala y, y eso como pequeños campesinos prácticamente sería la ruina para nosotros. Sí, y los, los uh, tratados, estos nuevos tratados que se están firmando les va a impactar hasta más, ¿verdad? Sí, los, eh, en, en sí los tratados de, los tra el tratado de libre comercio que... que que se firmó prácticamente, eh, no nos no nos beneficia a nosotros. Eh, antes nos perjudica porque nosotros tenemos eh, predios muy pequeños de tierra y la proyección nuestra es con eh, producción limpia, eh, con o sea, y más que todo estamos enfocados al cuidado del medio ambiente, se está trabajando en eso. Y también exigir mucho respeto en los derechos humanos. El gobierno está hablando de, dentro de la consolidación de la zona, está hablando de militarización. Nosotros tenemos experiencias muy malas en cuanto a lo que tiene que ver con la militarización. El gobierno está hablando sobre eh, concepción a, a la minería, eh, concepción a las petroleras. Y eso va en contra de nuestro desarrollo como campesinos. Bueno, um, de nuevo, eh, hermana, compañera, le, le queremos dar las gracias. Ya sabemos que está en su gira. Y uh, lo, de lo que sabemos, eh, ya tiene uh, varios días uh, viendo a ciudad a ciudad, ¿verdad? Um, ¿Cuál fue el momento o han ha sido eh, experiencias o momentos que, que era algo emocional o que le, le era algo impactante, ¿verdad? No se puede recordar uh, de algo en, 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 esta, en, este, en esta gira que le, le dio esos sentimientos. Eh, algo que, a, a, un encuentro que, que me ha gustado mucho es el, el, el encontrarme en un, en un espacio donde se ve reflejada la lucha del pueblo la lucha por sus deberes y eh, en este momento no recuerdo el nombre del espacio donde estuvimos, pero aun cuando hubo poca gente, pero son procesos organizativos que se identifican con los nuestros, con el que me siento identificada. Sí me, sí me recuerdo. Eh, sí. ¿Cómo? Era en Los Ángeles, ¿verdad? En el Centro Cultural Francisco Villa. Sí, Unión de Barrios, algo así. Eh, sí, es el nombre, entonces felicito a, a estas personas que nos recibieron allí en ese recinto y, y prácticamente eso nos da moral a nosotros para seguir adelante y, y cuando la, la organización en Colombia no no es no ha sido muy buena la experiencia, no ha sido buena porque más que todo existe el miedo por la persecución que hay contra los líderes, en realidad esta organización eh, nos da como fuerzas para seguir adelante y saber que en esa parte del mundo hay compañeros así. 
Exacto, exacto. Bueno, compañera, le, le, nos despedimos por esta noche y, y continúe en su, en su gira eh, explicándole y con, eh, compartiendo con los compañeros y, y comunidades de su lucha. Es un gran sacrificio que ha hecho usted en, en venir hasta acá para correr la palabra sobre la lucha que no se mira en los medios, ¿verdad? Por eso mismo este, este programa se trata de abrir esos espacios y sabemos que Acción Permanente por la Paz, que viene siendo eh, el que estaba organizando esta gira, eh, tiene más, más uh, todavía otras, otros uh, altos que van a hacer, ¿verdad? Otras presentaciones. Y uh, no quiere decir unas, unas uh, palabras finales para los radioescuchas. Agradecerles mucho la, la, la audiencia, agradecerles bastante y invitar a que apoyen esos procesos organizativos, que apoyen esas iniciativas. Eh, en realidad, los que estamos perjudicados por estos gobiernos eh, somos más y yo sé que poniendo todos de parte nuestra vamos a poder salir adelante. Eso es, eso es, compañera. Bueno, eh, esperamos que todo siga muy bien y aquí cuente con nosotros cuando regrese desde allá, pueden los pueden llamar desde Colombia para hacer otro otra entrevista. Ah, bueno, muchas gracias. Que okay. estés bien y felicidades. Gracias compañera y buenas noches. All right, that was uh, compañera Hani de Silva coming to us actually from the city of Oakland and she's up in the Bay Area right now, but she's uh, she's visiting us from Colombia. Want to do a quick summary of, of what she was talking about uh, for those of you um, that that didn't pick up on the Spanish. You know, her trip is important. Her trip is very important in this in this time. Due to the fact that uh, just recently the free trade agreements were passed uh, for Korea, uh, Central America, and Colombia, and so this uh, this is uh, going to have a, a serious impact on the economies of Latin America, and nothing could be done to stop it. I mean, there was lobbying efforts, and and um, but nobody was listening, and and so that failed, and so now we're going to have this going to effect very soon. So she's out here talking about her struggle down in her communities in Colombia and the Perla Masonica. And the main thing that they're struggling around, she said, was was talking about food sovereignty. Food sovereignty in the sense that that uh, they don't have to count on agribusiness coming in and dictating what type of crops they have to grow. They don't have to deal with the the impacts of of not being able to um, keep their doors open for business because they can't compete with the agribusiness coming in and the multinational corporations destroying the local economies. You know, those of us uh, that, that that were around and, and were, were foreseeing what was going to happen with the North American Free Trade Agreement, NAFTA, and the devastation it was going to cause to Mexico, now can clearly see that the those impacts that are happening in Mexico are soon and have been also happening in Colombia. So she's out here telling her story um, uh, with with the utmost of, of, of difficulties, right? Because in her communities, you know, a lot of compañeros are, are being disappeared. In her communities, there's uh, killings. In her communities, there's repression, whether psychological or physical, and and at a mass scale. And so, so she's she's a, a human rights, uh, you know, uh, worker, a human rights uh, uh fighter and and she's representing the campesino communities of her area so we want you to check out 
for more information, go ahead and go out to uh, witnessforpeace.org. If you go to that website, you'll see all the different issues. Click on the issues of Colombia and you'll have a full uh, full access to all the resources and links that are up there on that website for witnessforpeace.org. All right. So with that, we're going to move into our first song for uh, this podcast for November 2011. And it's by somebody who comes from the region of where Compañera is from, Colombia, uh, Joe Arroyo. Joe Arroyo uh, recently passed away, as some of us know. And so we took a, a, a moment to go ahead and play one of his um, famous songs, actually. And, and it is about rebellion. It's about rebelling. And here we go. Joe Arroyo, Rebellion.
All right. I know that some of you were standing up and dancing for that one. You know, this is, you know, once once you hear that song that you, and, and you're out there, uh, if you're not on the dance floor, we're going to pull you out. You know, that's that's what happens when you hear those rhythms of Joe Arroyo and Rebellion. Okay, so we want to do a couple plugins uh, for some some events that are coming up here very soon. The first one is the Rocky Mountain Focal Regional Conference. If you are out in the Phoenix area, please plan on attending. And that's happening this November 19th, 20th of 2011. It's going to be over at Arizona State University at Tempe. Uh, you're going to be able to find more info at the website, uh, saveethnicstudies.org and defend ethnic studies in az.blogspot.com. But I wanted to talk about what the conference is about. The conference is about continuing uh, Arizona demographic changes, HB 2281, which we know is the legislation that is attempting to eliminate um, Raza Mexican-American studies. And also the conference is about the silencing of the Cambium Report. This is a strategy of fear and cultural repression of a people. And so you're going to have a lot of different uh, organizations and uh, uh, professors and students coming together this uh, 19th and 20th. And as a matter of fact, the 20th is a special day because it's the Dia de la Revolución Mexicana. And so we want you to, to be out there if you can, uh, if you're from the Phoenix area and you're listening in. Or try to uh, maybe do a carpool situation from Califas all the way out there, from Texas all the way out there. Um, Arizona is kind of central and, and Arizona... Uh, is is one of the number one battlegrounds right now because uh, it's it's a place where the neocons um, are are pushing forward this this very draconian legislation like HB twenty two eighty one SB ten seventy, but the raza is not going down without a fight. We're organizing, and so Radio Lucha, Raza uh, Press Media Association, is actually taking it to the road. We're going to be out there at that conference, at this conference this weekend, uh, the nineteenth and the twentieth. And uh, we're going to be interviewing as many people as we can. And we want you to tune in next Radio Lucha for December 2011, which will be our final Radio Lucha for the year. And then we'll be coming back at you with some new things in the 2012 year. And tune in next month because uh, what we're going to do is going to get a special compilation of the reporting that we're going to be doing out there in Arizona. So you're going to be hearing from the voices of the professors and the students uh, and the teachers that are on the front lines defending Chicano studies, Raza ethnic studies, and um, uh, you know people like the 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 maestros in Tucson, uh, the almost a dozen maestros that are out there taking a risk and 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 trying to be out there, and the students from the organizations that are out there defending ethnic studies. So it's going to be a great show next next month. So stay tuned. All right, and the and the second plugin that we want to want to put here for today's show is another uh, opportunity for those of you that are, are working around the issue of, of labor, of uh, sindicatos, unions, associations. Uh, there's an opportunity to, to travel to Tijuana. Um, in Tijuana, for the first time, we're going we're gonna to have a, a dual kind of, uh, of opportunity. The first part is a labor seminar in the first uh, three days, followed by... Um, a three-day conference, and let me let me break that down a little bit more. So in December of of this year, but uh, actually in November, November 29th, 30th, and the 31st, you're gonna have a labor seminar in Tijuana, 
Uh, and the labor seminar is in the context of the heightened economic, political, and ideological attacks on working people. Uh, workers uh, throughout American continent are building institutions of learning that are expanding political ideas to solve some of today's growing problems as it relates to the rights of all workers to live with dignity and revert the relations of power from corporations and their drive for unscrupulous profits to workers and their needs to a dignified existence. So this year's labor conference will include a three-day seminar that will cover the following themes toward deepening working class consciousness, political, social, and economic characterization, and articulation of Mexico's United States and Cuban economies, integration, and trade union meeting of the Americas, or ESNA. So to register for this conference, you're going to have to go check out uh, the page over at www.uniondelbarrio.org. That's for the labor seminar on November 29th, the 30th, and the 1st over in Tijuana. And following the labor seminar, you're going to have the actual conference. Uh, at the conference is a, a different type of setup. You're going to have a, multiple speakers and multiple for, uh, uh, photos, as they call them, or workshops. And I want to take a minute to go ahead and read the actual context of what we're dealing with here because it's written in such a way that as in the light of, of the, the Occupy Wall Street movements, right, of all these Occupy movements, you know, here's a space where, where workers uh, of Latin America and, and crossing the border uh, into, the, into these territories are finding a place to unite. And that's going to be in Tijuana, right? Because a lot of people can't cross into the United States because of the, the high restrictions. So this is the eighth uh, U.S., Cuba, Mexico, and Latin America uh, labor conference, right? And the title for this this year is called Continental Integration and Working Class Unity. And I'm going to take an excerpt here and read uh, what the conference is about. It says, we're in a period of mass mobilizations around the world. The masses of humanity are responding to the vicious effects imposed by a dying capitalism in permanent crisis. Across the globe, people are mobilizing in outrage at the austerity plans that national governments have put into place to bail out the banks and corporations, nationalizing corporate debts while they amass huge profits, and at the same time eliminating social protections such as health care, education, social security, collective bargaining rights, and pension plans. Workers, students, youth, the unemployed, and entire peoples are mobilizing to say enough. From Mexico City, Cairo, Chile, Greece to Wisconsin, London, New York, and Tokyo, even in your town or city. The outrage, los indignados, are opposing public spending cuts to essential human services by the global capitalist system and are refusing to remain silent and invisible. So from November 29th to December 4th, workers and their organizations will convene for three days of training and three days of discussion on the 2nd, 3rd, and 4th to explore how Latin American countries have chosen to create an economic alternative that integrates economies focused on human needs like healthcare, education, and housing, and not corporate profits. So join us for the 8th U.S.-Cuba-Mexico-Latin American Labor Conference in Tijuana, Mexico, the December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, to, discu to discuss how the Bolivian Alliance for Peoples of our America, or ALBA, is building a cooperative, collective, and worker-owned structures outside of the imperialist dollar economy and how workers are uniting throughout the continent by the way of the trade union meeting of our America to build this alternative economic model. This gathering will include a dialogue with the family of the Cuban Five, five Cuban men 
who have been unjustly held in U.S. prisons for opposing U.S.-supported terrorism against Cuba, with one paroled and not allowed to return to his family in Cuba. Join us to ask, will the real terrorists please stand up? In the new film by Saul Landu, in a joint presentation with the International Committee to Free the Cuban Five. Attend the three days of special classes adapted from the Cuban Workers' Central Union, Lazaro Pena School in Havana, before the conference from November 29th, 30th, and 31st. All right, so to, to send a representative to this conference um, from your community or your workplace or your union, uh, if you still have one, uh, let's spread the experiences. Help raise the funds needed. Uh, online interest, registration, and donations are accepted at laborexchange.blogspot.com. One more time. For more information and to register, go to laborexchange.blogspot.com. You could also, uh, if you don't have access to that, is uh, write to P.O. Box 39188, Redford, Michigan, 48239. All right. So uh, we're going to be leaving you with a, a final song. But before that, I want to say congratulations to the compañeros y compañeras de Unión del Barrio en Los Angeles, organizing there for six years now. And they're actually having a fundraiser a dinner fundraiser to continue the work that they've been doing if you want to support come out to the dinner which is at salon acapulco at 1929 south los angeles street starting at 6 p.m that's this thursday this thursday um the 17th of um november so so for more information you could give a call to the compañeros at 323-602-3480 all right, so we're going to leave you with a song uh, by Mortal Technique. But before that, we uh, want to say that uh, in studio, our thanks to our producer, Luis Louis Moreno from the Raza Press Media Association. Um, you know, we always say it every month, but, but uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to set something up like this. Uh, you know, we don't have a professional, uh, you know, three office building studio. We're working out of straight out of uh, a small office space in the middle of the barrio here in Chiques. But that's what we that's how we do it. And that's how we go, you know, and and um, and and putting together the time to do this is very important. And a lot of us sacrifice uh, and volunteer our time to to do this work because we believe that it's that important. We must build a dual and contending media uh, that can challenge the the status quo and the imperialist capitalist media, what people call the mass corporate media and um, to. In a, in a good segue, the final song is about the corporate media. It's a song that came out a while back by Mortal Technique. It's called The Fourth Branch, and here we go. The new age is upon us, yet the past refuses to rest in its shallow grave. For those who hide behind the false image of the Son of Man shall stand before God, 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 God. Voice of racism preaching the gospel is devilish. A fake church called the prophet Muhammad a terrorist. Forgetting God is not religion, but a spiritual bond. And Jesus is the most quoted prophet in the Quran. It bombs innocent people trying to murder Saddam. When you gave them those chemical weapons to go to war with Iran, this is the information that they hold back from Peter Jennings. 
is Condoleezza Rice, it's just a new age Sally Hemings, I break it down with critical language and spiritual anguish, the Judas I hang with, the guilt of betraying Christ, who murdered him, stole his religion, and painted him white, translated in psychologically tainted philosophy, conservative political right wing ideology, glued together sloppily, the blasphemy of a nation, got my back to the wall cause I'm facing assassination, Guantanamo Bay, federal incarceration, how could this be, the land of the free, home of the brave, indigenous holocaust, and the home of the slaves, corporate America, dancing offbeat to the rhythm, you really think this country never sponsored terrorism, human rights violations, we continue the saga, El Salvador and the Contras and Nicaragua, and on top of that, you still want to take me to prison, just cause I won't trade humanity for patriotism, it's like MK Ultra controlling your brain, suggestive thinking, causing your perspective to change, they want to rearrange the whole point of view of the ghetto, the fourth branch of the government wants to settle, a bandana full of glittering generality, fighting for freedom and fighting terror, but what's reality, read about the history of the place that we live in, and stop letting corporate news tell lies to your children, flow like the blood of Abraham, through the Jews and the Arabs, broken apart, like a woman's heart, abused in the marriage, the brink of holy war, bottled up like a miscarriage, embedded correspondence, don't tell the source of the tension, and they refuse to even mention, European intervention, or the massacres in Janine, the innocent screams, US manufactured missiles, and M16s, weapon contracts, and corrupted American dreams, Media censorship blocking out the video screens A continent of oil kingdoms bought for a bargain Democracy is just a word when the people are starving The average citizen made to be blind to the reason A desert full of genocide where the bodies are freezing And the world doesn't believe that you're fighting for freedom Cause you fucked the Middle East and gave birth to a demon It's open season with the CIA bugging my crib Trapped in the ghetto region like a Palestinian kid Where nobody gives a fuck whether you die or you live I'm trying to give the truth and I know the price is my life But when I'm gone they'll sing a song about immortal technique Who beheaded the president and the princes and sheiks You don't give a fuck about us I can see through your facade like a fallen angel standing in the presence of God Niggas scared of the truth when it looks at you hard It's like MK Ultra controlling your brain Suggestive thinking causing your perspective to change They want to rearrange the whole point of view in the ghetto The fourth branch of the government want us to settle A bandana full of glittering generality Fighting for freedom and fighting terror But what's reality? Martial law is coming soon to the hood to kill you While you hanging your flag out your project window branch of the government, aka the media, seems to now have a retirement plan for ex-military officials, as if their opinion was at all unbiased. A machine shouldn't speak for men, so shut the fuck up, you mindless drone. And you know it's serious when these same media outfits are spending millions of dollars on a PR campaign to try to convince you they're fair and balanced when they're some of the most ignorant and racist people giving that type of mentality a safe haven. We act like we share in the spoils of war that they do. We die in wars. We don't get the contracts to make money off them afterwards. We don't get weapons contracts, nigga. We don't get cheap labor for our companies, nigga. We are cheap labor, nigga. Turn off the news and read, nigga. Read.